63. I'm Ben Rosenthal. That's Dan McGuinness, and Ooh. this is Brayden's hand. Hello! Isn't it great? He's a hand model for Nestle. It's like a naked Muppet. If you see, we've made that, that yes, last yes. time. You're just stealing my jokes now. Yeah. And it's an original joke. I'm sure I didn't steal it off anyone. Anyway, we're <laughs> we're a fortnight. Oh, it's butting the table. <laughs> we're a fortnightly nonsense gaming variety show where we talk about nonsense things all to do with the gaming that really hurt I think my legs cut gaming <laughs> uh, place Dan take it over here while I stitch up my cut what did you do? I, I sliced my leg open on you kicked the table <laughs> on your table did you really? Uh, is it bleeding? a little bit it's alright I'm a tough cookie oh, anyway you can uh, you can see more of us non-bleeding faces over at uh, YouTube or on Twitch TV or over on the SoundCloud, for those of you who can't watch with your eyes, but can with your ears. I can watch anything. With your ears? Yep. I can put little eyeballs in them. Speaking of watching things with your eyeballs, what have you been playing <coughs> this fortnight, Dan? Well, I have been playing... I have been hammering... <coughs> not that it'd be hamburger in my throat. Oh, dear. Um, I've been hammering Resident Evil 2. Oh. Um, I did the demo the other day, and I... Look at that lady. Um... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I so I've been hammering this game. I love it so much. It's pretty much one of the best games I've played in such a long time. That seems to be a ongoing theme with a lot of people who have reviewed and talked about this game. Um, they, they, it's a completely new game, but also tugs on the nostalgia heartstrings of old men like us. Yeah, we should. Uh, I didn't realize this boring bits in the footage. No, this so, is interesting. I'm gonna skip forward. Alright, uh, so tell us about have you yeah, finished the first round yet, or...? Um, no, no, I'm still playing as Leon, I'm in the sewers, um, I don't want to give anything away for people, uh, it is just the same as the very first game, but done with so much polish, there's so many good moments in this game. Um, the graphics are ace, um, examples of like, when, I'm, when I was in the sewer, it, and my, char char my character's covered in actual grime and stuff, and it's stuff shining, and it's all gross. I actually felt like repulsed, like I was in a sewer. Like, um, yeah, and it's just, it just continually gives this game. It's so good, and it, it they haven't actioned it up at all. It's still the same, just slow paced. Um, you know, going along, finding cranks and key cards. But in a really satisfying manner. I'm really, really, really impressed with this game. And if you haven't played a Resident Evil game before, play this. <gasps> yeah, it's a good jumping on point. Oh, we can see there's a monster on the right. Oh, there. Brayden. Is that a licky loo? Get yeah. your, get your, it's a licky tongue. Get your big boy diapers on, Brayden. There's about to be some horror. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> can someone clip that out? Because that's good audio right there. Now, uh, Tofu. Let's talk Tofu. Oh. Yeah, so the Tofu character is in it. Sweet. Um, I haven't seen it, though. For those who don't know what, what we're talking about... Yeah, it's a spoiler the, from the original? Yeah, it's not really a spoiler. In the original, when you did... I can't remember what it was, but you could play the whole game as a block of tofu with a nightstick. Mm. And just hit, like... For all you vegan vampires... Oh, uh, oh, oh, they're ooh. zombies. Yeah, well, that's not. No, that's a liquor. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's oh he's dead. He's a dead man. Uh, yeah, so you can play as tofu. You can finish the game as tofu. 
If you want. If you want. Oh, he's trying to get in the old goalies. Yeah, what else about the game, Dan? Don't watch it. Talk I, I, I can't not watch it. Um, the damage, so I'm a massive advocate of um, gore yep. in games, as, yep. everyone, as most, some people who know me know. The damage in this is amazing. It has, like, body damage on your character, on, like, the, what are they called? The uh, zombies and stuff like that. But just depending, like, you might shoot them in the shoulder and it will do a bullet shot or it will, like, rip off the shoulder. You can shoot one in, like, the other day I shot one in, with a shotgun, hit him in the guts, and uh, it actually chopped him in half and when he fell over all his intestines came out as he's dragging himself along and did then you I sh- do that or did you see a gif do that no no I did it so I saw exactly the same gif from Mitch Dwyer oh no no yeah but I also shot his arms off prior and uh-huh. so he just oh. chi- he just chinned himself along the ground oh, wow like, that's actually cool yeah and then I but I just left him and I thought <laughs> you're hopeless and so I, I, he was just in this room every time I was running through it trying to solve a puzzle <laughs> when I just like look at him and then, like, the fifth time I ran through the room, I ran over him, and he bit me twice, wounded me more than normal zombies do, so I shot him. Yeah. Take uh, that, you filthy he was in a, uh, He was in a, uh, a high-vis vest as well. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should have saved that clip. That's good. Uh, so, how many hours are you in? Now, you said that you're not really rushing through it at all. You're just no, 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 being I don't know. It doesn't actually say how many hours I'm through, but I'm... I'm I'm in the, bit, the the last lab with Leon. I'm doing a Leon playthrough first, right? Uh, and then I'll go on to Claire, um, and uh, uh, so she does different things. She gets different weapons. She gets different mods, and like so, it's like playing the same game from a different point of view. You meet up with her and stuff in the game, and then yeah. Now, what I've uh, read of people who have critiqued it is the fact that you say playthrough as Leon first, and then come back and play through as uh, Claire. Um, the, all the puzzles and everything are reset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so say, it just takes away that disbelief a little bit. It, it kind of as well, but like, if I, I was actually hoping it was going to do that because if I if if I went through with Jill, uh, Jill? Claire. Claire, Claire now, um, I've taken everything from this map. If it, <laughs> I had to rely, if I had to rely on all, like, like go, mm, I better leave that bush for the second playthrough. You know, the bush, uh, the yeah, herbs. yeah, the herbs. Yeah, I just, I'm the idea. And there's. The balancing of your ammo in this. This is like, you're always on no ammo. Yeah. You're always... And they do it so well. I finished two bosses with my last bullet. And I didn't know what I was going to do. Die. And it just so happens. And I mean, maybe they set it up like that. Um, I never found this USB dongle. I love PC building simulator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But um, you can miss stuff as well. So it's not like... You can go on into the game and think and, about your past girlfriend no no and you so there'll be stuff like puzzles but if you don't solve them and then you move on you just miss out so do you know what I mean where other games yeah. will just like hold your hand a bit it's more like, oh, than go that back like, and do it. yeah or they leave it open for you to do it but you can like you can you can blow it I love doors with big <laughs> key things you need to big, put in uh, big uh, uh, card when we're building this police station inside an art <laughs> house. well it used to be a, a, a um, yeah an art gallery so yeah. it makes sense and that's only something they've thrown into this one so like in the original game it was just oh, yeah, this is the police station with all these statues that you need to put uh, little gems in in order to open doors oh really this game dialogue. yeah they've added it, the dialogue it, make, it makes yeah. sense who, who would put a police station in oh there? god look at this guy this looks like you're in a bank vault well, this is a library. Anyway, uh, coming very, very soon, we've got free DLC on February 15th. The yeah, uh, Ghost yeah. Survivors DLC. I haven't seen any of this or what comes out on it. We've got a little bit of footage here, I think. Um, so this is... This oh, is actually, what? This is actually from the like little keynote. And look, you can play as the original... That's pop, awesome. Pop, pop, poly, polygon, like... That looks awesome. That looks too good, though. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit better. Yeah. It's probably the, the Leons from the cutscenes. <laughs> oh, awesome, he's got the glove mitts Look on. Look at his hands. Boxing gloves, yes. His hands are cube. Awesome. Um, and I don't, I actually haven't, like, looked a lot into this, but I think he plays some other characters in this DLC. Coming in after. Yeah, or, or something. Who knows? This bit's from... Oh, no, he plays three separate characters. Well, so this, there's, this, uh... this guy here is in the game. That bit there in the game, when it happens, is harrowing. There's the so, mayor's daughter as one. There's, uh, Who a, wants to play as that? Daughters in Resident Evil. There's so many daughters. And then there's a, a, a clean-up guy, which is that dude there. And um, then the, the dad with the, the, the zombified kid. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like that. Yeah, um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't usually do, you know, um, what are they called? Like, DLC. Yeah. But I might with this. Well, this but, is free. Oof, that is my, that is a price that I like. You do <laughs> like free. I do like free. Hmm. Um, Alright, well... I'll go on to what I've been playing. Yeah, yeah, what have you been playing, Ben? <sighs> Man, um, little game, I've sort of been playing it for a while now. Some of you may have heard of it. Persona 5. Um, Yell it. <laughs> <laughs> Persona 5! I have been, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say you, something. Oh, wait, do you like it? I'm going to say something a bit controversial. You don't like it? I love this damn game. Oh. <laughs> it is, that, is so that, good. Is that controversial? Uh, no, I was being that's, sarcastic. Oh, that's the opposite. That, that's, that's I, I thought you'd joke. like it. That's why I pushed it at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I borrowed your copy and put it in the other day. Um, and it started up like Yakuza. <laughs> like, oh my god! I think a dance troll. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, actually, it's just, a, it's just a, a, a visual novel. And so that is one thing that does bug me a bit. That you've got so many cutscenes in between little bits of action. But uh, the story is that engaging and the anime cutscenes are that good and that pretty that I'm fine with it. Are, are um, you past the first dungeon kind of thing? No, I'm up to Yamagotchi, the battling him for... How's those themes that are in this game. Oh, amazing. It's pretty heavy stuff. The music stuff. is... Oh, well, no, you mean with him? Yeah, I don't want to go into it. No. Thing, but there are some pretty adult themes. But it's not weird. It's not violent or anything. It's just really strange. He's but, just a creep. The guy who you're supposed to think is a creep, he's a creep. Yes, and they do it without being too... Uh, too blue about mm, it. Too, mm. too it's challenging. But the, um, yeah. So, for those of you who have never heard of Persona, the, the, the object of the game is, is you have to create, um, you become more powerful with the bonds you create with your friends. So yeah. half the game is hanging out in coffee shops, um, going to work, bettering yourself as a human yep. in the true Japanese way. And in the true Japanese way as well, you select an answer that you think's right and you click on it and you get the angry face come up. Yeah. Oh. And, then, and then the other one uh, part of the game is like a, dun uh, a dungeon RPG crawlery kind of yeah. thing where you go into someone's Consciousness, their palace, to basically change their mind. So go in there and um, so say you, there's a bad person. You go in. How how would you explain that? That is this. Uh, you, know you know what I'm trying so to say. Yeah, like, you're, you're nailing they're, it. They're, they're, there's uh, the personification within uh, their subconscious of a negative aspect that you go in, and that negative aspect uh, becomes corporeal, like a giant red knight and a big black horse. And you defeat that giant red knight and a big black horse, and that takes away that negative thing. Yeah, from so that so, person. so this person has done something horrible, like they're kidnapping people or stuff like that. And you defeat, you go into them and defeat it. They'll go, oh my god, I'm terrible, and go give themselves into the police. Yeah, and basically taking, you're giving them. It's such a strange concept. Yeah. Um, well, Jasmine was sitting next to me one afternoon when I was playing it for a couple of hours, and she sat there for probably half an hour, and then she just looked at me and goes, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> Um, yeah. It's one of those things you have to and, watch from the start. And so you create, and you fight by creating these personas, um, which are basically like the Pokemon vibe to it. Yeah. So you create, you, you collect monsters that you defeat, 
and then you merge them together to create more new powerful monsters. It's a very cool, very strange game, but the, the standout thing for this, um, for me, is the music. Yep. Music's amazing. Uh, the anime cutscenes are amazing. Uh, in terms of gameplay, I did mention before that I wasn't too happy with the, the long spans of uh, sort of dialogue and then short spans of action. Um, that was... Yeah, this, yeah, we'll skip forward a bit here. This is yeah, yeah, more, of the, more of the... Ah, it's just, yeah. uh, the heavy things. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's... All right. Straight out, the thing that gave me the most attachment to this game is such uh, a true representation of what uh, Central uh, Shinjuku and Shibuya oh, is yeah. like. Uh, to the point where one of the first things you have to do is catch a train from one station to the Ginza station, and then you have to walk around the Ginza station to make sure you get on the subway to the high school. And I had that same anxiety as when I was in <laughs> Japan going, um, uh, which one do I have to go to? And it's and that, it, like... It looks like in the station. It, it's yeah. so good. Um, you know, he, his person that he's living with or where he lives is above a coffee shop, which, you know, sort of speaks to me. I'm sitting there going, oh, look, he's got three siphons set up there. They look like V60s as well. Ooh, that's very interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, love, love, love this game. Uh, I'm only up to the, I guess, the first boss. Uh, but yeah, I also really, really... I, and you I, got, you're going... You gain more characters as you go yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I did find I, I found it a bit confusing on whether I could, when creating the persona on knowing whether this persona was actually better than the persona I had. I feel there wasn't a clear yeah power. I'm not up to that yet. So yeah, I'll, that that kind of stuff was really confusing. But you can see can they see down the bottom right there as well? The uh, no pressing way. the options button is fast forward. I really enjoyed that because at one point I forgot to save, and uh, a whole hour and a half worth of. Uh, um, footage at the start of the game was just gone. I had to start right back, and I went, oh! And that's almost enough to get me to stop playing if I have to redo something. Uh, but that fast forward button, so good. Just put it, it literally fast forwards, and you can stop it at any time, or you can just skip through it. So that hour and a half footage that I missed up took me maybe about 10 minutes to get back to where I was. So, really good. Uh, amazing game. Just, I can see how people love it. It's just that good. Yeah. He's better than Catherine. Who? Catherine, the other kind of vibe. Uh, they've also <laughs> announced, I think, this week that they're bringing out a. Right, uh, Catherine again. Sorry. They're bringing out a um, Persona Q2, which is Persona 3, 4, and 5 characters crossing over for the 3DS. They also have a Persona fighting game, which is just like a, a battle like, street fighter game. And they also have a Persona. Well, Joker's in Smash. Um, they also have a Persona dance game for 4 and 5 or something. Yeah, it's like a rhythm based like dance a VR. Game. Yeah, let's say. Uh, I wish. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Anyway, we're gonna. <laughs> a let's play coming soon. <laughs> Actually, that would be good. Uh, let's get into news. So there's lots and lots and lots of cool news oh, out this week. So much news, and what's more is it kept coming out today as I was trying to write this show run, and it was annoying me. Um, so we'll start off with Sony. Uh, it's being reported that Sony is shifting their first-party developers to PlayStation Five. Uh, dev kits are out in the wild, and apparently. 18% of devs are working on PlayStation 5 games as we speak, right now. They're not sleeping, they're working away, making those codes. We've just got some tech demos from the PlayStation 5 wow. in the background. That's yeah. the new Splatoon 3 coming from <laughs> PlayStation 5. De blob. Yeah. Da blob. Um, as we know, with tech demos, they're not usually that accurate. No. But I had to put something in the background. <laughs> uh, there's no footage of that. I mean, I could have put Death Stranding in there. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. I, oh, I, I'm sorry, I, I, leaked, I leaked it. I, I still it. think Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, 
are going to be PS5. I'm not so sure about Last of Us 2 because I reckon that's almost about done and it'll be the last hurrah this for is PS4. Actually, this is actually a really important new thing. Like, we're, 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 we're just going over a bit. This is showing... I can't wait for a pancake game! Oh, there's, oh, there's, oh, sorry, guys, there's an ad. No, it's an ad. No, is it's that not. That? No, it's not. <laughs> That's why this is a fluid diet. So this is why... That chocolate it, looks rubbish. If, if we got... Mu- <laughs> um, so this is exciting. This is proof that the PS5 is, is, is up, upon us. Who would have thought? Um, yeah, but like... Oh, who, that's cool. Who knows like that when they're going to bring the, these kind of things 2021. out? 2021. Like, you heard it here first. Okay. Well, Probably hit, not first. Hit but, prediction. Hit prediction. Um, but, yeah, it's just... An amazing thing. I'm I'm really excited about the yeah. PS about the PS5. I can't wait. I mean, I have always thought that um, well, that's a good looking rock. <laughs> if you can't see it on the podcast, there's some examples of rocks. You check out the YouTube channel, youtubecom dino. Speaking of rocks, that's just a photo. Uh, no, <laughs> that's Red Dead Five. Five Dempsey. Yeah. Uh, speaking of waiting and being as patient as a rock, Metroid Prime Four was announced to be delayed. Uh, Story is that uh, Nintendo was uh, subletting, or not subletting, getting different developers to do different parts of the game for Metroid Prime 4. Yep. Um, all that we've seen so far is this beautiful logo. It's about to pop up. Uh, weren't happy with it. Retro Studios came in, who made the original 1, 2, 3 of Metroid Prime, and said, oh, well, here's what we can do. And Nintendo went, yeah, right. And just scrapped everything they yeah, did. whatever. And said, uh, Retro Studios is doing it. Don't expect it for another three years. Pretty sure it'll be another four years. Uh, so, it's going to be worth waiting for. I'm pretty pretty sure. Uh, but just disappointing that some people are hoping to be out sort of start of next year. And yeah. it's going to be a bit longer. Okay. However, there are also reports that Metro... Sorry. Uh, remake of... Metroid. 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 And remake of Metroid Trilogy is ready to go. Metroid oh. Prime Trilogy. I'm not much of a Metroid person, eh? No, okay. even oh, the first-person shooter. Oh, we got this. This is uh, what we got here. This, this is, is the uh, Metroid oh. Prime trilogy trailer for the Wii. Oh. So it's originally a, a Wii collection. Uh, it's in such low resolution. Yeah, this is rough. <laughs> Skip forward. I'm gonna put it down here because that is a bit clear. No, and the Wii was like bad resolution. Eh? Yeah, the Wii was terrible. Oh, it's a glorified GameCube. Look at it. Oh, oh man, still. it looks great down on this tiny TV on the screen. <laughs> yeah, and the, on that CRTV. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's great. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they were fun games. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they got. But uh, yeah, well. I just don't have any emotional connection to Samus. Yeah? Nah. What about she... Justin Bailey? I don't know who that is. That's Samus, but without a suit. What? It's the password used in the first Metroid to make Samus walk around in a bikini. Oh. And an 8 bit pixelated bikini. Bit weird. Thanks, Nintendo. Nikkei is reporting a smaller and more portable Switch will be out soon. This coming hot off the heels after when Nintendo... When did that news come out? Today. Oh. Uh, after the Nintendo president said that they have no plans for another Switch because they're killing it. I think they've sold, like, 37.5 million Yeah, why would consoles? we need to give you anything more? You guys are buying our old thing anyway. Because of sick people like me who will buy the more portable Switch even though they've got a perfectly good one already. Uh, the more portable Switch? Uh, well, 3DS has entered its endgame. Like, it's been around for, what, seven, eight years now? Um, so it's time to hang up those boots and head on into another portable one. Uh, Anthem had their VIP uh, demo for... Yeah, I had a couple of people um, play this. Yeah, what, what were the reports? Um, so s- streaming it was a nightmare. Was it getting in or streaming overall? 
Um, well, yeah, once you get in, uh, streaming it, it will just, it will just overload. Right. Uh, that's just what I heard, that it was just like, it was just shutting off streams. Right. Um, I mean, it looks good. Um, this is EA's last chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the end for them. Like, if they don't pull this off... EA or Bioshock? What? Is it Bioshock? It's it, both. It is, it is. Yeah. So Bioshock's it, the developer. EA's the publisher, Bioshock's the publisher. Uh, Bioshock, like, they've had a couple of duds lately. Uh, the ending to Mass Effect 3... Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah. <laughs> like that, they really need this to to kick off and kick off big. And to tell you the truth, like this game looks okay, like yep. in the footage here, it doesn't look like anything I'm like wowing about. I don't think I'll get this. No, I mean it is. I mean it's online, but so what? So was Halo Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you play with four players. Woo! <laughs> it's uh, just. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What it's, I found interesting it is... Just, this looks like Titanfall again. Like, this was a... Well, yeah. Uh, this was a uh, VIP one. So anyone who pre-ordered That's the game uh, was able to play this demo on the weekend once they got in. Uh, but because of all the server issues and because of, um, you know, the, it was basically a beta, but they called it a demo, which I think was a big mistake because demo includes uh, implies that it's a slice of the game. Uh, whereas... A better would mean, hey, we're still working on this, but you get the idea. So I think by calling it a demo, they sort of did themselves a disservice. But back to what I was originally saying, uh, they had um, a lot of people say, well, I'm cancelling my pre-order. Oof. See, I think all that stuff is like crybaby gamer so stuff. I don't pre-order something unless I want it for my collection. I don't pre-order stuff. I just... And I don't think you should. No. Unless you want to really support it. Like, if a Pokemon game comes out, a main series Pokemon game, I don't care if it's going to be rubbish, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to pre-order so, it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm just like, don't pre-order it if, you, if, if you've been burnt. And number yeah. two, like, just don't buy games you don't like. I don't understand why people keep buying these games they hate. Because they need a stream <laughs> and make the monies. You don't understand that. So like the yeah. stream money you're making. So it, it's only like... It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like... Right, these people who are making these games don't actually owe you anything. No, no, they don't. They don't owe you a good game. No, and it's not their fault you pre-ordered it. Yeah, like uh, and like I was saying, like server issues. Everyone complains about the server issues. I don't see server issues as a problem. Well, they're always going to fix the server issues. They've already addressed it. So you've got, uh, I think today uh, is the brand is the launch of the demo for everyone. So they fixed the server issues. Everyone can now download the demo, jump on there, and give it a go. What I found amusing, though, is that people were able to do that on the Sunday of the VIP demo. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, people were just able to download it and get on there. That, that's what happened with uh, that, that Fallout 76, 78, whatever it is. That, um, Which is rumoured to be going free for play. Free <laughs> so play, yeah. That, oh, that'll, really? that'll really bring some goodwill to everyone. Making like, a game that everyone paid for and hated, <laughs> making it free. I didn't hate it. Annoying the rest of you player base. Yeah, oh well. Anyway. This, well, is, this is the best EA Star Wars game we're getting in ages. Yeah, this one? Yeah. Oh, this is the best, best Iron Man game. The yeah, he did do an Iron Man land before, did you see yeah. that? Like, oh, superhero landing. Superhero landing. Speaking of superheroes and landing, we've got Future Foundation Spider-Man and the bombastic Bagman here. On Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man. Hell yeah! Now, shall I go into it's, why it's, he's wearing that costume? That's not future. That's not future foundation. No, no, that's future foundation is just the F. No, that's the Bagman. So bombastic Bagman. What happened is after uh, Peter Parker got rid of the Venom symbiote with the help of Mister Fantastic, he didn't have anything to wear. He was only in his uh, his whitey tidies. So they gave him a his whitey spidies. Yeah, a Fantastic Four costume. 
and because they don't, Fantastic Four doesn't wear masks. They gave him a bag to put over his. Well, they did like one one issue. Yeah, one issue, one issue. But what they don't have here is that Johnny Storm put a kick me sign on the back of his on his back. Ah, oh, damn! And I wish they'd put that on. That's yeah, amazing. Well, but I really love the fact that they're adding all these kind of really weird suits. Um, and why not? Why not? Because make, Spidey's had a heap nerds of suits. like us talk about them on podcasts. I really want to. <laughs> Do you know what I don't like about the Spider-Man game? Is that when you fall from a really big height and yep. land, it yep. just seems so disjointed. Like, yeah, you know, just to a somersault. Yeah, it, what's going on here? That's one of his powers. But like, yeah, I just like, ah, oh, no, that it, like, do a superhero landing or something. It just doesn't feel like it has the right weight. And that really is really uh, it was annoying me. I do love this game though. It is. I didn't even like Spider Man, but I like this game. I'm trying to get to the other suit. No, oh, I don't think it's on him. Oh what? Well, no, it's not. It's a boring. It's, it's black and white. Like Spider War. Yeah, when Johnny Storm died and he joined to uh, Fantastic Four to take his place. Yeah. Spoiler alert: He wasn't really dead. He was in the negative zone, oh, battling Annihilus and doing all that sort of stuff. Battling a what? Annihilus. He's a Fantastic Four. That guy's, look, that guy's in high vis as well. It's a theme in gaming in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> High-vis characters. Yep. Uh, Two examples. Therefore, confirmation bias. Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation Collection is purported to be coming out on February 15th. Yeah, the Liberation Collection is a bunch of the old Assassin's Creed, isn't it? I think it's Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed Liberation, like a... a yeah, it was a, a PS... Game. Not PS. It was on PS, PS3. Vita. 3, yeah. Oh, Vita. Uh, yeah, Liberation Vita. was originally on Vita. Yeah. And because I had it. <laughs> R.I.P. Vita. Rip Vita. Uh, yeah, so I never got into the Assassin's Creed games. I pl- tried playing two once on the three three sixty. Didn't really take to it. That guy with the axe on the left is so bad at fighting. <laughs> he <laughs> was just he was just winding up his axe, like swinging it around, and then just swung at nut. Look, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's momentum. He's, he's got to roll with casually it. Casually just walking over in his kilt. Look, waiting around. Watching his friend like, go. Oh, he blocked it. Now you're dead. Oh, he shot him. Anyway, for the podcast people, um, we're watching Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very good. So I liked Assassin's Creed 3, that's my opinion. Well, oh, I just... The good thing is, all these games oh, now... Can you see how violent that was? Yeah, it gets pretty violent. Speaking of getting very violent... <laughs> Piranha Plant is now downloadable for those of you who pre-ordered the game and got it before January. You were like, let's not... Let's cut this out. And I'm like, nah, I've downloaded the footage. It's too good. <laughs> um, I found footage of two of them fighting each other. <laughs> what's interesting about this as well is that when it was first downloaded, I'm sure it's been patched out now, but there was a chance that by playing uh, All-Star Mode with Piranha Plant, <gasps> your game footage could get corrupted. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what's he doing? He's got his ha- golden hammer. He's got his hammer. <laughs> and he's got little feet as well. Can you see his little feet? Does he kick? Yeah, he's got oh, right. kicks. oh, thanks, dude. Hey, hey, uh, good footage. Hey, Nintendo, is that a is that a bottom of a barrel I can see there? It's scraping. <laughs> Piranha Plant? Are you kidding me? He doesn't even move ever. Sorry, he's also got Joker from Persona Five coming. So uh, shut your goddamn mouth. What into this? Yeah, into into Smash Bros. Yeah. yeah, weird. Dan hosts a gaming show <laughs> and doesn't you know that about big bit of yeah. news. Oh, when you said Full that, I just, I, for some reason, when what's, you, what's you, his, you said that earlier what's in the his show. Spider Smash? Oh my god. At Petey Piranha. You said that earlier on in the show, and I just envisioned Jump Force because I just went to like, anime characters <laughs> straight away. Like, and Ooh, you, well, it's good that we're jumping to anime characters because Dragon Ball Fighters Z Season 2 DLC has been announced. Uh, we've got Jiren, uh, Vital. Gogeta and Broly. So I haven't actually seen this uh, footage yet. Yeah, let's get Videl. into it. Videl? 
What's call them? Violin. Vital. Violin. Um, but so yeah. More Dragon Ball Z fighters. When I f- also, when I first saw this, I thought it was Jump Force as well. <laughs> so there's Jiren. Um, there you go, mate. He was, <laughs> he was the big bad guy that uh, Goku had he to... He wasn't fight. a bad guy. Well, he was the opposite He person. was He was the fighty. Yeah. yeah, the fighty man who Goku had to In a friendly competition. Did he oh. go ultra instinct against him? Yeah. Yep. Spoiler alert. Uh, so there's them fighting along. Uh, you've also got... Uh, is it Now, is the Broly... From the movie, or is the Broly from the Broly from movie? the movie, the new movie? Because yeah. they've already got the. Because it shows Gogeta. They've already got the old one. Oh really? Uh, so this is Videl. This is Videl, which is um, what's his name's daughter? What's her name? Mister Satan. Yeah, that's it. And, and that's then Gahan's wife. Oh hey! yeah, Saban. Saban. There he is. Oh man, I love Kamen Rider. Look at him like um, like playing off of Doctor Satan's vibe. So good. No, he always did that. He was a Kamen Rider ripoff. Oh that's really? Why I didn't that's know why that. he's got those colours. How good are those background like the crowd? Oh, how good's this game? Yeah, I know. Anyway, speaking of good games or games that are sure to be good. Wait, are you gonna show Broly? Oh. Nah, I've yeah, seen okay. Broly. I saw the movie. There he is. Green. Yep, that's great. And it's from the movie. Is that this the film? They just show clips from the film. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then they show that they're gonna be in it. Wow. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. The new Dragon Ball game that was teased a couple of weeks back has been revealed as Dragon Ball Z, Project Z, something like that. Yeah, there you go. Project Z, action RPG. You play the entire Dragon Ball Z saga. Oh my god, I, this is this is so Oof. uninteresting to me. Oof. Um, I have watched the Dragon Ball Z saga so many times. I reckon I'd actually be bored playing through it again. And a bridge. And have you seen... Yeah, and a bridge. And Kai, I've done it as well. Oh, that looked good though. Um, but... <laughs> But, like, you, you, there's a bit in this trailer, or whatever this thing is that we're watching, um, where it just shows, like, the wa- like you know, just the, the walking around the environment section, and yeah. it looks so boring. Like, yeah. this and when like do you ever see Goku just casually walking anywhere? This yeah. is like a proof of concept. Yeah. Look, we can make a Dragon Ball game. Yeah. Because I haven't done that before. Yeah. This is what, how many Dragon Ball games have there been now? 78? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oof, 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 oh, despair. <laughs> Speaking of despair, Dan, you wanted to talk about show and jump forces. Show and jump? Yep. Um, yeah, so they're bringing out... Uh, every week we're getting into new show and jump um, a jump characters, whatever they're called, jump force. And oh, I'm going to get a copyright claim if I do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're small, that one down small. Um, so this week they have... Who was it again? They've released... Um, it's not on yet. Not I'm going to have to wait for the... Oh, Bar- Boruto. Boruto and... Um, who's the other one? The one from Dragon Quest. Oh, the Dragon Quest character, which I'm not a massive fan of Dragon Quest. But I'm a fan of Boruto. Um, not as much as Naruto, but... Um, this is good. Like, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Like, every character in Jump Force... It, it's getting to the point where I just don't even think I care about how, what this game's going to be like. I I'm certainly don't care about this game. You know, I, I'm just going to love it. Like, every... if Look at these things. Oh, and there's the Maybe dragon. describe it to the podcast listeners. Here is the Dragon Force. We've got the Dragon Force character here. Um, I don't know much about Dragon He's the, uh, the guy who created... What's his name? Akira Toriyama. Akira Toriyama's character um, video game thing. That he, did, he did Dragon Ball and he did uh, Dragon Force. And Chrono Trigger. Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah that's it, Dragon Force. <laughs> he did Dragon Force. He's but, that well-known band from that Guitar Hero but game. Yeah, every, every couple of weeks they're bringing out... I should have done like a Dan's like Jump Force weekly. Of yeah, like, you should, yeah, that's well, right. We, we should have prepared content well, for the show. No, no, we, we didn't know that like they were just going to continue yeah. to bring out so many characters. I assumed it was going to calm down after like two weeks of announcements. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like it. It's just all the good anime stuff. 
<sighs> I suppose it's not simple, simple Pokemon. Yeah. Aww. Excuse me. How many trash bags do you have that can evolve into bigger trash bags? <laughs> jump force. I got a whole uh, cupboard of them. Yeah. Well, have you got some ice cream that can turn into a three ice cream? <laughs> you're old enough to know better, man. <laughs> Speaking you're of knowing even, better, you're not even the target audience age. Like you oh, shouldn't. Make like no it. mistake, I'm the target audience age for Pokemon. You're not. Oh, I really am. Everyone I know who's your age considers it kitty. Yeah, well, they're jerks. Uh, Kid <laughs> Kaiju Collectibles isn't a jerk. He's a man who has lots of stuff, like uh, uh, Super Game Boys and Bombermans and uh, Nintendo. Nintendos and that Blue Man's back. We should really get a new ad. Uh, what other game? He's got volleyball. Yeah, he's got some sure volleyball. Shut this on my phone. He's got a big blue man with big teeth. And lots of other stuff. So That's if you like King Kaiju collectibles, where can you find some King Kaiju collectibles? You can there? find them at Greenlight Comics in Adelaide, Australia. <laughs> well, obviously Anywhere in Australia. Yeah, Greenlight um, Comics stores. Adelaide, Australia. Um, 13 Stevens Place. Come down, see me, check out the King Kaiju 13. stuff. It's not 18? 18. 18. 18. <laughs> What's it, 13? I don't know. You should find out. There's nothing. I don't know. It's a shop. <laughs> Ben's got it losing because I got the, the, the address wrong with my own shop. <laughs> Go to 13 Stevens Place and ask for a comic. <laughs> See what you get. Get out of my office. Uh, I don't know what that was. We've got a Patreon. I know what that is. That's where people go to give us money to support us. Because without you out there, we can't do this. Uh, Patreons get a lot of this. really, really cool stuff. They get uh, Dan selling me a comic each and every week. We even had Mr. A-Game on a couple of weeks back and they were actually probably the best ones we've ever done and I'm quite sure it's because I wasn't a part of it. Uh, they also get the early edition of our brand new little show from the Future Gamer. Yeah. Don't know who this Future Gamer is but he sounds pretty cool. Uh, from my understanding he's, he's from the future and in order to pass time while his time machine's getting fixed he plays some of our retro and modern games to sometimes hilarious results. Oh my god. And Dynamore. <laughs> and Dynamore, which is a Patreon-only show that Patreons who support us at the $10 level can chip in when we live stream it when the internet's working and uh, discuss all kinds of things that aren't games with us. And then it comes out for all our other Patreon supporters two weeks later. Then at the end of the month, everyone gets it live on YouTube. Error. So it's patreon.com backslash hackthedino or just search for hackthedino. Search for it. Time for topic of the show. I want to take off. Put a say search on though if you're going to look up Dan McGuinness. <laughs> <laughs> topic of the show was not Dan McGuinness. What is the topic of the show? The topic of the show is <laughs> video game <laughs> piracy. <laughs> you can make this look big, Brayden. This is not going to get. Brayden, chill Brayden, Brayden. No. That's the music, though. Do you, know, do you guys remember this ad from the 90s? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I remember laughing at it. Is it the 90s? Or might be oh, it's the 90s. Hey, I was a child watching DVDs and VHSs. Yeah, and that guy's stealing. I had this play every single time I wanted to watch any film ever. I, rem- yeah. I remember, like, I remember watching this ad. It's like, would you steal a car? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> As a kid, like, would you, would you do this? I'm like, yes. And it just really didn't work. I was on radio at the time for university when these ads came out. And we did our own uh, ad. And I said, would you steal a video game? Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, why would you steal a video? Because uh, it's a victimless crime. Because um, multi corporation multi caparashi. You uh, no understand. Yeah, no, don't. Have to mind me. Don't do race. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mysterious race. 
the race for good taste here on Hack the Diner. But what I wanted to bring up is piracy and my argument that piracy is actually a good thing. Now, what, I just what's want your to, argument? Well, piracy is a way of uh, preserving games from the past that haven't been made available to us in the future. So, for example, there's a very well-known Nintendo game called Little Samson. Uh, came out from a third-party provider, a very low print run. That's why it's worth a lot of money now. I think the cart itself goes for like 500 US dollars. It's that rare. Uh, this game has not been released, nor can it be released anywhere, because the rights are bought up by someone who bought the rights from someone, and someone when that company demolished and whatever. So the only way that we can play it now is because someone ripped that uh, ROM and put it up on the internet for downloading piracy. Uh, so I, I think from a history uh, preservation point of view, piracy is actually a really good thing. Now, if it's a modern game... Is that piracy, though? If it, well, yeah. If, you, if, you, if, it, if it's a thing that doesn't exist anymore. But it does exist. It just costs $500 to get a copy. Mm, second hand. Yeah, but it's still... It, it, it is available by those terms. Uh, you don't own a copy, so therefore you can't legally back it up like... You know, that's the excuse they use. Um, but I actually think if it's not readily available or, or has not been officially released... So Chrono Trigger, for example. Chrono Trigger was a very popular Super Nintendo game uh, that a lot of people played and a lot of people loved. But it has since been released four or five times on the DS, on PlayStation, uh, on your mobile phone, although that version wasn't very good. But it's been released numerous times. So there's no excuse to pirate that. Like You should go and support the, the actual... Uh, original thing by, by paying for it. But if it is something like Little Samson where there's no hope of it coming out again, you, you should have the so uh, you, the right to do that. So you don't actually think that piracy is good because you just... That, so you're, that, this is one tiny example of Little Samson. You just said don't do it to the other stuff though, so that's... No, I'm saying... <laughs> not. I, I think Well, I think piracy is not good. Um, so I, I, as a person who's a, who's a creative and creating... If you if if you're going to be bringing out if I'm going to bring out something into the into the ether, I yep. don't want people just copying it. All right, but like, what if we what have, if, have together, We have Team Cherry on here, yeah. and to say uh, it's cool if I did. Like Ben likes piracy, so we'll just go like illegally download the game. I'm sure they won't. They'll be no, fine. No, you missed my whole point there. <laughs> I told you if it's readily available, you should purchase it. So you don't if like piracy? No, I was coming from my piracy angle in that it should be used for person. Uh, Preservation. That's yeah. not piracy, in my opinion, because if you well, can't, if you can't get it anymore, and like if it's an old thing, that yes. that's not piracy. Yes, it is. It's someone owns it. Someone created it. Sure, the only way you can get it is by selling it secondhand, and they won't see a, a dime of it. Yeah, but, like, but by this, the official rules of the world, <laughs> they're known as laws. The world ben. government <laughs> is that you're not allowed to uh, play a game if you haven't paid for it. What about free games? Well, that's different because that's a consent. They're consenting to that. But if you haven't paid for it or you don't have a backup of it, you're not allowed to play that. So that's how we see a lot of these games fade into the ether. The Wii uh, eShop channel just closed down uh, a couple of days ago. A lot of those games have not been released anywhere else but on the Wii Shop channel. Must in March. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you can't play them anywhere. So you should have the ability to get them by other means. But... Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but you're just... You basically just still said piracy's bad. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, what I'm saying is that there should be a different uh, terminology. It shouldn't just be a clear-cut, no, don't copy anything. It should be uh, different levels. 
as I said, if something's out there and readily available and you can go to your PlayStation 4 or your Switch or your Xbox, I'm <laughs> kidding, who has an Xbox, uh, and download it off their game stores, that should be the priority. You should do that. You should pay for that. If Team Cherry's sitting right here, which they will one day, soon, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, Hollow Knight is available, you should pay that. You should support the creators. Absolutely, 100% agree. If you've got a retro game that's going to cost you $500 that you want to experience, but you don't have $500 US to go out and find one, that's if you can find one, and then put it in your NES and play it that way, you should be able to download it and play it. From a... a, a what, 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 where do I keep stepping Preservation. Up? Preservation. Hashtag preservation, not piracy. That's... that's Preservation, not pi... Yes! There you Good go. Good one, Brayden. There you go. That's that, the title that, of the hey, that was, that was straight off the dome. And Brayden, who do you think won that argument? I, I think you kind of ended up agreeing. Yeah, yeah. You basically... <laughs> agreeing that I won the argument. You just basically like came over to my side and all I just said was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I did come so, over to your side and my original points hold strong. So, you think piracy is only good for a very, very, very tiny percent of the gaming industry, but the rest of it, the 99.9% of it, should, shouldn't should pirate games. Correct. So, so my original point's okay? So it's for that one couple of games. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yep. See? I won. He agreed. Yes. <laughs> Winner. That's not winning. <laughs> That's the very definition of winning. You agreed with my original statement. Do you think people should pirate the new... Jump Force that's coming out? Well, no, we've just been through this! <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus Christ! So you just agreed with me that you shouldn't do that. <sighs> so on a 99.9% .9 of all, all the games out there, you agree with me. And your 1% is you. Incorrect. Your 0.1%. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just let... Your uh, question! Would you download a car, though? Yeah, I would. I'd download that car and I'd 3D print it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, that whole thing about the kids um, 3D printing guns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, and they're stupid because you can just get a rubber band and curl it around your finger and go, Pachow! We can make pen guns. You can. Alright, we've got some uh, viewer questions. One from uh, Pirate Coopster over on Instagram. You so skipped a... some. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that. Alright. Uh, Do you have an idea for your own game? From Pirate Coopster over on Instagram. I reckon I've been over this before. I had that whole thing. Maybe with... YouTube. It was YouTube, sorry. I um, I actually my game that I've always had my uh, uh, idea about. I think has just been made this year. My sam my wandering open world samurai game that yep. I've gone on about for years and years and years. Yep. And you got, got two of them. You got uh, Sekiro. Sekiro and. and um, but uh, mine was a little bit loose. Mine was a little bit looser in like you're dropping in the world and in a, an open, multi, mo massively multiplayer world where you can become a Ronin of another player. Not a Ronin. A, um, oh, you can be a Ronin if you choose to go that way. But yeah, you, but, yeah you know what I mean? You could do all of the steps of a samurai, you know, all the different versions of the, and but you can protect other players and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know how it works. I haven't thought about it 100%. Yeah. But like. <laughs> But yeah, the so idea's there. Yeah, they're kind of doing my one, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, my one is, I'm not even sure if it's feasible, because I have no idea how game development works what? or happens, so it's just a pie-in-the-sky hope. Uh, it was, and always has been, a Chrono Trigger-type top-down RPG, but instead of going to an RPG battle, you go to a 2D Street Fighter-like battle. Ooh, that so makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense. There probably might be something like that. Well, I've somewhere. yet to find something like that. If um, you know a game like that, please share it with us. Yeah. And if not, if you're a developer who'd like to spend countless hours on my idea, 
and me take all the credit, hit us up. I'm going to ask Ken Wong about that. He might want to yeah, steal him off me. Uh, Ashraf! Patreon supporter Ashraf! Had this question over on I our Facebook group. questions are always so long. I know. I tried to edit this one down, <laughs> but bear with me. Ashraf asks, As both talented storytellers, well, one of us is, Oof. it's Dan, uh, of the comic medium, what are both of your opinions on the supposedly best games of the last few years being made third-person linear cinematic story experiences that employ techniques more suitable towards TV and movies and moving away from what makes games unique, such as experience like Journey, and is it good or bad? Firstly, Ashraf, um, run on sentences. Look at me. <laughs> Damn. So he's basically saying, like, do we like the new style of like these these, these story story games, like um, Uncharted and stuff like that? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like them. Yeah. And I, as as an, an a getting older gamer now, I, I just like getting. It. Yeah, I like um, I like the analog um. Uh, linear is it linear linear the yeah the linear story like one of my most favourite games is still Gears of War yeah. like I loved that and it was just so linear it was just walk down shoot them around mm. yeah it wasn't open shoot around. walk round down um, shoot them and, then, around. and that was like one of my first games that I realised like, this is this is more like I'm just into the, I care about what's going to happen next like so it um, makes you invest into the character more because there's a point-to-point uh, -point story. Yeah, yeah. I'm a ma I'm not a fan of open world games. I find that open world game stories are pulled apart. They're just like you know, because you got that thing where you're like, oh my god, my friend's on it. Like, is tied to a railway track. I gotta go save him. But first, I'm gonna go collect 17 rabbits. <laughs> and, um, Red Dead Two. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, and shave seven pigs yeah. before I have to go. And then, like, you just walk up, oh, no, the train's still coming after the seven days I was looking for pigs. <laughs> um, well, see, I find it interesting that he says Journey is one of an example of these open world games. Journey isn't really an open world game. It has the perception yeah. of being an yeah, open world game, yeah, really but it is very, very uh, linear. Uh, you, you can go off and discover, but in the end, you've got one way to go, and that's the way you have to go. I'd say Breath of the Wild is more of the truly open world game. But then I really like that game, so... But that was a different... I think Breath I of the Wild is an it. abnormality in that their storyline wasn't pushing you to urgently go I there. Mean, you can just do... what Like, you start that game, you can go straight to Ganon. But, um, it gave yeah, me yeah. anxiety in a different way. Yeah. But, it um, gave me anxiety in, like, I don't know where to go or what to do. Yeah. The uh, But Zelda, um, if you go back in... Zelda's past, you look at uh, Link to the Past, that's an open world game. Yep. Um, and so Zelda, so Zelda, so Zelda <laughs> wasn't coming in going, let's make an open world game. They were like, let's just make a Zelda game. Yep. They weren't like, you know what I mean? With GTA, they're like, let's make an open world game where you can do whatever you want. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. No. It's <laughs> exactly how Rockstar sounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeehaw. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, that it's only an open world game because that's just ha what they've been doing with Zelda forever. They didn't do it because it's an open world game. No, they did it because that's what Zelda is. They didn't change it to an open world game. I don't know, I'm going around... Well, I mean, it, yeah. originally Zelda 1, the first Zelda, was very much an open oh, world yeah, yeah. game. You're like, dropped in the middle, go for it, see you later. Uh, then you Zelda got the Ocarina of Time. Yeah, then you got uh, Ocarina of Time, which was more of that linear progression with the, uh, like you were saying, the open world game where you can go off and do a side quest and then come back and, and defeat the tree boss. Were they a little dungeon crawlery? They're very dungeon crawlery. Yeah. Uh, and then they followed that for many, 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 many years. And then <laughs> Breath of the Wild came in and just totally shook it up. And I have to say, I really enjoy the shrine, no temple, um, Breath of the Wild style. 
As a Zelda fan, I think that's excellent that there's only four big temples and everything else is sort of like made up of little mini temples. It keeps it a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Than, oh, God. Oh, if I've got enough time to do this dungeon, no, I better save it and come back to it another day. I really like the stuff in Breath of the Wild where like, it's just too hot to go over there. Yeah. Or it's too cold. And I, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got my fire suit. It's wicked. Oh, that's the desert, mate, not lava. Mm. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Anyway, in conclusion, Ashraf, Breath of the Wild's great. Thanks no. for asking. <laughs> no, wait, wait, what was the actual question, though? Like, oh, I what? don't know. <laughs> there was a question. No, I, I don't think it is taking away from anything. I, I love these these storytelling things. It's um, a different way of telling a story. Yeah, and it, it, this is a, in the whole internet thing. If you don't like them, don't play them. Yeah. Um, go play Grand Grand Theft uh, Journey Journey Wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Russ Plummer asks. I want that game. What's your strategy in a street fight? To, what's my strategy in a street fight? I've never been in a street fight, so I guess it's not getting into them. Uh, mine <laughs> is to make sure you choose Ryu. Because he's got the better stats. Have you ever been into a, fo- a street fight in real yeah. life? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Honey Street? No. What street? Uh, <laughs> need to know the street. School Street. Uh, that, that's not a street fight. Sesame Street. Fight. <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> a street fight. I took that big bird and showed him where the real. A street fight in, in, my <laughs> in real life is a fight in. No, the I city. Stay, no, because I stay away from that kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 so we both haven't been in a street fight, but. I reckon I just pull their throat out. <laughs> like Roadhouse. <laughs> Eric Harkness asks, when should you give up on passion projects? As in, when should you make it a hobby or stop altogether? Oh, it's a hard one. Is he trying well, to not say... for me. <laughs> Hopefully not 64 episodes. So you've, yeah. you've got a, uh, a really good uh, uh, umbrella here because you've got Dan, who's actually uh, a published and successful artist, and me, who's failed miserably time and time again. So Dan, but I'm going to think. I'm passion project. Like, when should you give up on your passion projects? You should give up on your passion projects when they're not passionate anymore. Then yeah, when you're not having fun. If you're not having fun doing your projects, give up on them yep. or change them. Yeah. And them. be realistic about them. Like you can't just go right. Guess what? I'm a full time writer now. Because how are you going to live? Uh, I think you need to be realistic about it. I've got a full time job. Dan has a full time job. But we do this on the side. This is a passion project for us. This, sure. Yeah, this is, yeah, definitely. If this becomes bigger one day and people enjoy it and we Who can cares? take maybe one or two days off, uh, does. that'd be awesome. <laughs> I do because I, as a creator, I'm sure you can uh, sympathise with me, being a creator and no one seeing your creations is the most heartbreaking thing of yeah, all. Yeah, you want to be... You want to be um... I don't care about the money side of it. I just want people to see it. Yeah. Love um... it, hate it, don't care. Just see it. Yeah, so... yeah. It's exactly the same, yeah. If you're not getting any passion out of it, and if you start a project and with the end game of going, I'm going to become rich, I'm going to become famous, like, it doesn't, and, and then you don't even care what you kind of what it is. If you go, oh, look, that guy's wicked at that, I'll do that, that's, you, you're going to get bored of it so quickly. You just need to find your things that you, that make you, you're passionate about that you love, and then do them, and keep doing them, and grinding on them. And just keep learning and, and fail. Failing is the best thing in the world. And I love it. Like, I know everyone says that failing, like everyone has to fail. You do. You yeah. really have to fail. And you learn so much from it. Like, just well, you just learn so much about up. yourself. Like uh, stuffing up or even just being rejected again and again and again. Speaking of someone who wanted to be a comic book writer and just slugging away. In the hardest country in the world to become. Yeah, well, it's There's a little like bit easier now. six of you, of those guys out there. Oh, I think the most successful is Tom Taylor, and I, I don't think anyone's yeah. ever going to... Oh, well, there's, um... What about Lindsay? 
Ryan Lindsay, Tom Taylor's far above Ryan Lindsay. Yeah, but he's still pretty successful. He's out there. He's in, he's he hasn't in... released a comic in a year. That's that right, Ryan. one? Yeah, that was a year and a half ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Come on. But he's got stuff coming out. Ryan Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, so it's very, very hard. It, I've had countless rejections. I've had people say my writing's crap and rubbish and whatnot. You just got to decide whether you love it or not. Uh, so all I did there was go, all right, I'm wasting too much time on this, so what I'm going to do is just completely step away and just focus on one thing, which I have. Uh, some people will like it, some people won't. Whatever. What are you it's focusing on? Sorry? What are you focusing on? XCT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got hired by uh, an Australian publishing house to take over the reins of writing their main series, which is called XCT. Uh, that first issue's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Dan loves it. I like can't, it. can't wait to read it. It's got like he's, fighting. He's, he's gonna he's gonna rave about it so much. Him and his business partners just love everything I do. I like it. Um, I like it. Swords, <laughs> <laughs> monsters, battles. Uh, what are they called? Gladiator esque vibes. No, it's about a mother and father on their way on their way through space, desperately running out of rations, and it's a heart wrenching tale of if they eat their daughter or not. Jesus! Well, they should. Of course they should. <laughs> worth, anyway, let's play uh, Dan versus the world. Uh-oh, we haven't set this up. No, we haven't. So, Brayden, can I have your microphone, please? Hey, let me just say, that was that was super motivational. Was we should, it? We should clip that out. That's good. Oh, I don't think so. I thought so. Oh. I was just sitting here watching that, and I was like, damn, this is good. <laughs> In conclusion, don't be soft. <laughs> Put it right there, Ben. Right there? Yeah, but you have to face it the other way. All right, good. Oh, hang oh, on, the mixing oh, desk is about to... Oh. Hi everyone, we're professionals. There we go. Professional what? Don't ask. That has to be there. Yep, there we are. Alright, Brayden, you want to come on in and not look at my computer screen? I'm not going to look. Wait, it's so awkward every time. There you go, I'll put it like that. So I'm like, move over me. You can move all the way. I'm just going to lean in. Because it's not really yeah, Alright, so uh, can you just tell me what the scores are there, Dan, after we had that fantastic so two rounds I'm, with Mr. A game? I'm on 45,000. Damn. And uh, the world is on nine. Oh, no, sorry, I'm on seven. That's right. Uh, Mr. Game. Mr. A game totally whooped Dan last show. Go back to episode 62 and watch that. You rigged it, though. You <laughs> what? You just gave him games he knows oh. and loves. Yeah, crazy. Go and watch the clip. Decide for yourself. I didn't. I'd never do anything like that. I'm leaving. Get the trophy, Dan. I am. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Right, I'm going to play this while he's gone. Alright, first five seconds. Okay, Dan, question number one. Alright, I'm going to trophy. That's baseline. That was a good baseline. It was like a good that. baseline. Dan, question number one. Alright, so um, what genre of video game is this game? Uh, it's a, uh, a sort of a, a, an amalgamation of a dungeon crawler and RPG. Dungeon crawler and RPG. Brayden. Brayden? Have you got a question or are you just going to... You millennial I want, I want to... No, I, I have a question but I, I think it's going to clear it up too much so I'm going to take a guess. Okay. What? Straight up? Straight up. So he's going to take a guess straight oh, up. If no, you you get, gave him a game he knew. If you get, if you get this wrong, Brayden, that's it. Dan gets the point. It's the rules. It's a Persona 5. It's Persona 5. Yes! Because my question was going to be have we right talked about it in the show? <laughs> and it's written right in front of him. Did you know that? Did you know that? I wasn't even concentrating. <laughs> I didn't know it until you said Dungeon Call RPG. Okay, so. 
Song number two, first five seconds, song number two. Whoa! Stooped your lows like that. Um, you never know. Yeah, it's true. Um, what um, com- uh, video game publisher, whatever company made this game? Capcom. Cappies. Mm. Right. Okay. What genre is it? Uh, it's a side scroller uh, uh, platform. Sorry. Man, I-, I know the song, I just can't visualize the game, which happens to every single word. Every <laughs> uh, so, a side scroller platformer, Capcom. Yep. Um, what is the main protagonist character or whatever like what do you play as a duck <laughs> Brayden question number two that's good I like it <laughs> okay a quacker um <laughs> what console was it on did we say that already no oh, I yeah. said uh developer yeah uh it's on the it was originally or originally originally on the Nintendo Entertainment System okay Dan question number three is there a pogo stick in it there is a pogo stick in it Brayden Question number three. I don't know what this is. Give me another five seconds. Alright. That's good, because then uh, you can... You... It's uh, going to be more of the same. Yep. And it's going to start from the beginning again. I just thought it was a bot. Damn. Question number four. I'm going to try and guess it. Okay. Uh, I might get it wrong, actually. Is it DuckTales? It's DuckTales. Yes. Ah. Oh, I clap myself. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, the world on ten and Dan on eight. Dan, can you claw back a point I'm with this song? I'm gonna claw so hard. Get it that close. I'm gonna be like an eagle catching a rodent. It's not very fair. Can I go first? Yeah, you go first all the time. Am I? Yep. Is it Super Mario Brothers? It's Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Did you know that Dan one? Right? Dan I had, I had Dan that one. So at the end of this episode of Dan vs. the World, we have the world on ten and Dan on eight? Nine. 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 Nine to ten. Yeah, I'm clawing. I got, a, I got the rodent, I clawed it, I ate it. I <laughs> took rodent. it home to my little baby birds and I regurgitated it onto their face. Oh. And, and all those little birds were braided. Little Braden's <laughs> in there that I vomited my rodent onto. You're going to animate that for your stream now? We've been Hack the Dino, the fortnightly nonsense podcast, YouTube, and Twitch stream. Although not so much a Twitch stream at the moment, but more news on that coming up very, very... Don't kiss the trophy. Coming up very, very soon. Uh, to stay up to kiss. date, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, uh, hit us up on Patreon, support us there for as little as a dollar a month and get a whole bunch of other free stuff, plus the satisfaction that you'll be helping these two dudes justify their existence. Two crude dudes. Woo! Uh, we'll be back next time with more things like words. We'll be back next week with all the news of Fortnite. what's happening. Fortnite. Are we going to talk about Fortnite? No. Good. Oh, we, now we can't do the show every two weeks because of Fortnite. <laughs> oh, we do. And get all the CEOs. That's true. Look at my clear drink. CEOs? Just cut it, Brayden. <laughs> we can cut it whenever we want. It's Just recording. cut it, Brayden. Okay.